Is your product or service stuck in Twitter under what seems like a massive pile of freezing cold snow? Let Overlord Services plow you out and expose this product to the rest of the world. For only $20 for three months of our enhanced service, also they have yearly discounted rates, we will create nifty images with your logo and information and post them on a daily basis. Head to their shop at co-fi.com slash overlordsvcs and click on shop below. I just want to let y'all know I use uh, Overlord Services for all of my shows and they are literally relentless in how often they post up new shows on Twitter for us. Like a day doesn't go past when they're not posting like five or six of our episodes for one show. Like they are some of the best promoters that I've ever dealt with, period. And it, they're really good people, like really nice people. As you know, for these shows, I don't tend to do ads for people, but I will gladly do an ad for Overlord Services because they're worth it and they make you feel like you're worth it. So again, I'm going to put the information to uh, order their services in the show notes. Uh, if you want, tell them that Derek sent you from Cocaine Cougars. If not, it doesn't really matter. Either way it goes, you're getting with good folks. And again, that is ko-fi.com slash overlord SVCS. You know, at first I didn't know if that music was going to work, but now it works because it seems like we're spending more time in the club than we are on the field in the show. Bro, the music was so horrible. It's just like, like. It feels um, like they wanted Tupac, but they couldn't afford Tupac. But like, it's it's so bad. Like, and, and that's the worst part because like they're showing people dancing in the club. And the only thing I can think of is how horrible the music is. I'm trying to get love in the club. It's just doopy 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 Like, are, are you fucking kidding me? This is the best you could come up with. Like, you are you you work for ESPN, right? Like, ESPN couldn't come up with no better music than than doopy doop doop doopy doop doop doopy doop doop doop. Dave Chappelle, that ain't your wife, <laughs> right? Go home. So, this is the choice part two. And it starts off with DH getting a call while he's in the club from Mr. Wilbanks. And Wilbanks tells him, look, there was another witness at the club who said that you didn't, you weren't with Cal in that bathroom. And DH is like, who was it? Who was it? And Wilbanks is like, you stupid motherfucker. It was the girl who was topping you off in the bathroom. Like, how didn't you take care of her? Exactly. I'm amazed. He literally says, I'm amazed that you didn't think of this in advance to clean it up. And yeah, I was like, you know what? Honestly, I ain't got shit to say. Like, like honestly, Will Banks has gone above and beyond to try and fix your life, my nigga. Yep. At every angle. Like, if they found out the shit that, that, that Will Banks was doing for DH, Will Banks would probably be fined and kicked out the league. <laughs> or, or he works for the team formerly known as the Redskins. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, you're letting them niggas know when the peace when the piss man's coming, like for real? Yep. It's a it's the Yala Wilbanks. Yeah, more or less. So uh Kelvin and DH's relationship. I just wanted to point this out real quick. It's weird as fuck to me. Like one moment they're mad at each other, and the next moment it's like DH is my dog, and he wouldn't kill nobody. If he would kill somebody. I would have known, but he ain't killing nobody. I and Cal talks too much. We learned that at the beginning of the episode, which is going to be a problem at the end of the episode. Um, and DH is like, I ain't going down for your big hat wearing ass. He doesn't say big hat wearing ass, but he really is wearing a hat like prize war in the stand alive video. Exactly. Um, Eric re-meets a girl, Beth, and she's a fucking talker. Like, her whole job for this episode is to bring up shit that don't nobody else want to talk about. Yep. 
Like, for example, she just happened to bring up his dad. His dad is interviewing for a defensive coordinator job for the school that she's working at. And she thinks he's going to get the job, despite the fact that she's an assistant for the AD and really shouldn't be in these meetings. And his dad didn't even call him to tell him that he was in town or that he was applying. So, you know, feeling. Well, she's she's the assistant for the AD. Like, of course she would be a part of these meetings. Why? I, I know the assistant to the chief at the place where I work. And you know where she's not during the meetings? In the meetings. I mean, she's the assistant. Somebody got to take the minutes. Why are you taking minutes about a job interview? You never know. I never seen a... I never... You do remember these white people, right? I do it's a, it's a sports people. job. It's different. It is a sports job. You're right. What'd you say, man? Oh, Nisha said it's relative to her boss's schedule. All three, yeah. all are ganging up on it. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's normal. <laughs> but um, Will Banks has gotten an, a defense attorney for DH because lying for Cal, they tell him to his face, my nigga, lying for Cal is a class three felony, and you will go to jail for three years at maximum. <laughs> it was like, no, at first they said, <laughs> are you lying about this shit? Because we think you lied about this shit. I'm not lying about nope, this shit. Nope. You can go to jail for a long time. Well, okay, let me sit down. <laughs> All right, let, me, let me, let me, let me, these niggas was, was trying to steal my Xbox anyway. These, <laughs> this is, this is, as Carl would say, this is the, these are not my niggas moment. Exactly. <laughs> oh, class three felony, jail, jail, without no bail. Okay. I can't run that fast. Um, <laughs> it said it's at 11 worth like Mike Vick. <laughs> right. Where he throw the ball 95 yards over the wall of the prison. Mike Vick would be playing football with somebody outside the prison. He just throw the ball over the wall and across the street and over a house, my nigga. In Pelican Bay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike Vick could throw the ball into the future. He could throw the ball over those mountains over there. <laughs> <laughs> but but DA I know, says I know that his 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 official his official uh longest is about 60 something, but I'm not gonna correct you because he's from Virginia. And actually, he's from <laughs> So I'm not going to correct myself because he's literally, there are players who immediately have my respect. Bo Jackson is the greatest player of all time in Tecmo Bowl. Mike Vick is the greatest player of all time in Madden and NFL Street. Bo Jackson is so strong, he broke his own hit while running. Actually, the greatest player of all time in Madden is Lamar Jackson. He's Martin Jackson. Oh no, sir! Uh, oh, 07 Mike Vick is like had ninety nine in everything, my nigga. <laughs> it's the greatest Madden y'all are, y'all don't know. of all time. What are even debatable? My, this is not debatable. He had ninety nine speed, ninety nine throwing power, ninety nine throwing accuracy. <laughs> no, he did. He didn't. That's 07, what I'm trying to tell you. 07 Mike Vick is the greatest Madden character ever. Ever. I'm trying to tell y'all, y'all don't understand. If you picked Atlanta my, back in the day, you would just quit. It's just like square up, my nigga. <laughs> right. It's like it's like, then, pick, it's like picking the Warriors a couple years ago with two games. Back then, they didn't have abilities. Lamar Jackson has all those stats, and then they added these X-Factor abilities onto him called like Jukebox and Spin Cycle and Escape Artist, which makes him faster and have juke moves that nobody else on the game has. He's the phoniest player in the history of Madden. Okay, so so y'all. so basically, what you're telling me is that Michael Vick walked so Lamar Jackson can run. Lamar <laughs> Michael Vick is on Madden now. If you play Ultimate Team, he's pretty good. He's not the best player on the game, though. I'm sure he. I'm but, sure they nerfed the fuck out of him after the backlash in 2007 because no, he's a 99. He's a 99. If you get the 99, you can get the 2007 Michael Vick in mm. Ultimate. That's how Ultimate Team is. You get like cards. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, cards. it's, it's so different years get, and shit. Different you can rarities. get the 07 Vick. He's he's crazy. You, you got to get the Galaxy Opal Mike Vick. I stopped playing Madden right around the time that they stopped doing 2K football because that's when they stopped trying to improve. I, play, I, I usually yeah, it's, play. It's a terrible game. I usually play the story mode. It's a horrible game. I just play because I'm in competitive franchises. Yeah. It's um, a horrible game. 
The DH is like he doesn't need a lawyer, even though he's looking at obstruction at obstruction. And Will Banks is like, look, the whole team's under scrutiny because of you. And we all gonna be under scrutiny until you say something. So after the next game, you gonna say something, or else I'm gonna do something. And you don't want me to do something. Yeah, but oh, oh, we didn't mention the fact that Will Banks called him while he while he was at the club. Like he was at the club. And of course, music notwithstanding, he was able to answer the phone in the middle of the fucking club and hear everything perfectly fine. I, I, when I used to go to the club, it was, hello, 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 you have to cover that shit. Right. Also, we find out Leon never thought he was an angry person. Um, but, you know, he's because also, he's not. He's also very superstitious. I'm sure he doesn't think he was that either. So there's that or an arrogant asshole. Um Robin cooked food for him, but she won't be home when he gets her after the game. And he's just looking at the one moment that he hurt her as the entire issue instead of the final straw in this relationship. But we talked about that already. Robin gives him the number to a therapist and he refuses to go because this is 2001 and it's Julie's therapist. And this is the family matter. And this was another issue I had when a family, when a, when it's a family matter, but a member of the family is that issue it has to go outside of the family in order to be healed. Uh, I'm with him on this one. He wasn't saying that, like, I'm not with that part. What he was saying is, you telling people, you you basically got someone else's therapist to do this. He's basically like, now he's like, and she's like, oh, she's not going to tell anyone. Then what happened? Yeah, you she know, told uh, other, people, other people know. And then yeah, her, it's, not, man, it's her, not a therapist issue. Her man he comes still, up to her man comes her man comes up to him during, during in practice. the locker room. Yeah. In the locker room is like, man, I heard about what happened. You good, dog. You good. Now, you know to, these to bitches be, be crazy, dog. To be fair to Rashadi, he probably wouldn't have went anyway. But this is bad writing because if you watch that, you're like, you could have just we could have went out and got a therapist together and yes. went with the therapist together. You didn't have to. T- you didn't have to get your friend's therapist. To, but wh- to what I'm saying, this. what I'm saying is, okay. She, it's 2001. Therapy isn't as widespread as it is now. She was probably like, I don't know where to go to find a therapist. At that point, That's true. Julie this, this, probably was like, you know what? I have a therapist. This this episode aired in 20, 2003. 2003, still same thing. Two days before my birthday. Woo woo. Um, but abuse is tolerated in too many households because they think that abuse is a private matter when it's actually terrifyingly normalized throughout the world. Yes, um, exactly. But, so, but, but what we've been presented with in the show is that it's not abuse. He's not violent. Mm hmm. In the, yeah, in the, but in the show, he this nigga's literally the anyway. epitome of the "you had a bad day" music video. <laughs> yes, yeah, they literally wrote it that way. <laughs> but yeah, he, in the show, he wasn't gonna go to therapy anyway. Like, so, but here's the thing that I keep saying, and I think this is another thing that irritated me was the fact that they make Leon out to be again. And this is why I can say this with such confidence. An arrogant prima donna who's only concerned about himself. And they show this over and over again by having Eric in his house and having this white guy just be so understanding and so uh, aware of what Robin's going Because he's trying to fuck his wife. Oh, no. Um, um, they, they mentioned that this, this, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but uh, later on, um, with, when this situation keeps going forward, they did mention that uh, she met Eric first. She knew she's known Eric longer than she's known Leon. That doesn't give any reason why he's and, more aware of their relationship than I Leon mean, that, is. You know what I mean? Like they they've been friends for a long time, so like you know. What I'm saying is they got Leon and Eric like. The hold on. Is he more? Is he team. more? Is he more aware? Or is he just on the outside? It's not yeah. like Leon don't know that nothing's wrong with her. He comes you know, he's, in. He's, he's more aware. He comes in every single time, and he's talking to Robin all softly and stuff. And is everything okay? Are you all right? I'm shocked the nigga ain't said. You know what? You'd be better with me. Yeah, because he's from the outside. So if I come, if I see, if I ever, see, if I see you, ever see you for five days, and I get on the podcast, and you just look like a fucking train hit you, 
I would be like, yo, are you okay? Are you good? Man, I've looked like a train has <laughs> hit me many a time. <laughs> are you are you good? That's what Leon knows that she's fucking mad at him because she's mad at him. So he's <laughs> what's he gonna say? Are you still you mad, mad at me? You, you still you. like Kiki, <laughs> he knows that you shit. love me. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he ever Eric. called her Robbie. Instead of Robin, like a nickname. Like I feel like if your nickname is longer than your actual name, but then again, Nisha's nickname is fucking Gigi the Marauder. So, <laughs> is that a nickname? I mean my my nickname in the podcast land used to be the the Derail Lord himself. Yeah, that was the whole thing. You had to say it like a tribe called Quest. Yes, Gigi the Marauder is an alias. I wouldn't call that Gigi the Marauder was not an alias, my nigga, because she was tagging up trash cans with it. <laughs> The alias. Her her nickname was uh double chocolate. It's like Peter Parker's nickname is not Spider-Man. That's his alias. But but Doctor Strange's alias is not Doctor Strange. So he's like, oh, for using our superhero names, my name is Spider-Man. <laughs> but <laughs> Eric's father, or Eric sees Robin's hand and inquires about what happened. He said that she looks like okay. Can we talk about this for a second? Like he and got know, in a fight. Like she got in a fight with those lady. With boxers. Layla Ali. No, he said lady boxers. Yeah, no, he said. But then he got even more specific, and he was like, "It looked like you got in a fight with Muhammad Ali's daughter because in 2003, Layla Ali was out there, and she also went up against Jackie Frazier, I believe, in a boxing match." And here's the other thing: in the show, the makeup that they put on her does not look like she's been in a boxing fight. It looks mm-hmm. like she bit her lip. Mm-hmm. Just the makeup they did, and and <laughs> I was gonna say, like. I was gonna say, so he shoves her, she falls, she hurts her wrist supporting the fall, like stopping the fall. How she busts her lip? He definitely didn't you. punch her in the face. Anybody? So I anybody? I never figured that part out. Told you they treat this nigga like he Ray Rice. How she busts her lip? Like she she used her hand to stop herself from falling. And she actually fell up against the table. How'd the lip get busted? ESPN, what happened there? It's a bad television show. That's what it is. Oh, okay. So Eric's like, you look like you went round with Also, Layla by Ali. the way, Rashani, I have to say this now. I love you like an older brother. Oh, shit. Here it comes. Scar, this nigga is banned from picking TV shows, okay? No, I'm not. I He's got banned. great ones coming up. He Scar is banned. And I, Scar and I sat together and banned. we were laughing about this one day and we were like, we both have it. We haven't talked about this. We haven't watched this show on forever. Let's do this real quick. I, did, I am not I banned did. from shit. I, I remembered I remembered the high points. And Me like too. The, the crazy part. I remember the, the smoke and crack. I remember like Leon not being able to play i completely forgot about all of this stuff with this abuse shit that pretty and, much and runs Beth, most of the season this episode <laughs> this this episode was abuse and beth yes beth y'all you are banned i just want i'm to not banned i will unban myself because my nigga you like problem child other people like problem child in fact on twitter we've gotten more people say they're with us than you give a they fuck know, if they're wrong know. No, about problem child? Yeah, yeah. About problem child. The feedback we get on Twitter. What, what us are we talking about? <laughs> what us are we talking about? Okay. I, I, I am on the side of problem child is a horror movie and that white boy need to get his ass kicked. Yep. And I'm on the side of if Junior was black, Rashani would say he's misunderstood and been through the system and we need to think harder about how he's been treated. Nah, because that 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 motherfucker, I like to do hood rat things <laughs> with my friends. I was that same ass. What the fuck are you doing, dude? <laughs> but um he Eric also takes time up to tell uh Robin about how Leon's been the royal pain in the ass ever since he hit the bench. And Robin's like, Yeah, whatever. <laughs> right. And Eric notices that and he's like, if you're not fine, you would tell me, right? And at that very moment, Leon, who could read an O-line but can't read a room, runs in and tells Robin and Eric, you you won't believe this. I'm so nervous. Yeah, he's self-absorbed. It's his That's big day. Said. Yeah, it's his big day. Like he has hold on, he has, hold on, he's hold gotten on. fucked over. He's gotten fucked hold over on. all season. And this is, is his self-absorbed. 
if if Kid Awesome's first game on varsity and he comes in, he's like, I'm so excited. I'm kind of nervous about this game. And you were talking to Nisha about something else, and you'd be like, Don't you see us talking? What the fuck are you so excited for? No. No, no because here's the reason why, here's the reason why he's so self-absorbed. The nigga walks in. He looks at both of them talking. He sees a look on their face, the the gravitas of the room, the seriousness of it. And he's like, I'm so nervous. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He don't want to talk about that shit. He's been dealing with that shit for days now. (laughs) He's tired of talking about that shit. Look, 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 look. You sound like (laughs) my mama died four days ago, and I still can't let that go. You just walk in. Nigga, I just got Halo Infinite. That's right. Y'all still That's talking right. about that shit? Why y'all what's bringing the, up What's the shit? limit? What's the limit on I'm sorry or uh, uh, condolences? Like, come on. Oh, how I many don't times know. It's just people die, so I don't even try. How many times do I have to apologize for something you know I didn't mean to do? How many times must I say that I'm wrong before you know that I'm right? Is that from a song? It feels like it. It feels like uh, it feels I thought it's from a song. The answers, like my friend, are blowing in the wind. <laughs> So, Eric puts two and two together and tells Leon that he was telling Robin about how his dad was in town. But Eric's dad didn't even call him after he paralyzed Corey. And Leon's like, man, leave him a ticket for the game and have your mom call him and stop being a punk. DH says the sending Cal to <laughs> Stop being a bitch and come on. Basically. <laughs> DH says the sending Cal to jail isn't going to bring the dead guy back. So he that's, runs up on the woman as a witness. He is very accurate in that assessment. But he runs up on the woman who was the witness and tells her, coerces her into changing her statement and lied to the police. Uh, he, he wants her to tell the police they were having a threesome. And in exchange, he'll give her $10,000. And he assures her that he didn't do it. Swears on his mother's mm-hmm. grave that Cal was not the shooter. And so Leon then recognizes that playing football is his release. And now that the game is back and he has the game back, he's calmed down. Buck comes up to him and tells him, Julie told me everything, bro, but you know how women be, right? Just be blowing stuff out of proportion, man, these women. And Leon's like, no doubt. Because, you know, women be tripping, dog. They be tripping. Leon didn't want to talk about that shit with this nigga at work. And so he was just trying to to be like, oh, all right. Yeah, he's like, yeah, all right, yeah. Black folks, no, you hit him with that, no doubt. That means I do not want to be a part of this conversation, but I don't know (laughs) what to say to end the conversation. Exactly. He did not want any parts of talking about that with that nigga. He was basically like, in his mind, he was probably like, I knew she was going to say some shit. (laughs) There's a a time and place for no doubt, and that was not it. That's the the point where if you hear somebody say no doubt as a response, you just kind of let the conversation taper off. Hey, man, we about to do this? No doubt. All right, whatever, nigga. But while uh, Leon and Buck are talking, Will Banks and Coach George are also talking in the background, and Coach calls Leon over after Will Banks walks away because Will Banks don't want to be a part of this conversation. Will Banks at the same time lets DH know that the woman retracted her statement, so rather than making it look like they benched DH because of the club event, they're going to start him. And Leon is mad as hell. Because this is the and, only and, way. This is the only way that they can make him look like he's violent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is poor writing. And it's also poor planning. If you're gonna make some, if you're gonna let somebody play, I wouldn't let DH play because the woman came back and 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 said that and changed the story because you had this whole week of working on plays working on schemes, working on all that for football. You can't just plug him in. And you are the one that said, you didn't take care of her? What the fuck kind of idiot are you? So of course he's going to go to her. Yeah, that was the hint that he was giving her. That was a hint he was giving DH. Right. Like, you so dumb, like, you should have done it this way. On my fifth child, I did it that way. Will Banks, Will Banks is treating DH like he's Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> exactly. Chance at the chance. But he's a rookie. Like, he's a good rookie. But he's he's a he ain't Barry Sanders. He a rookie. Like uh, this would never happen. <laughs> I love how this is like two episodes and or three episodes now that we brought up Lawrence Taylor. And and so far from what we know, 
Morris Taylor not, smokes crack. His, that that too, but I'm not going to say that about because you know Virginia. Um, <laughs> and yeah, which uh, reminds uh, me, children, don't smoke crack <laughs> <laughs> while doing crack, which is what DH did. Um, don't do drugs. Um, but um, and also he had uh, sex with an under underage prostitute. Yes. Um, but um, the thing about it is like Will Banks is like. Fuck! I completely lost my thought. But like when he when he goes up and he talk and he tells them that it's just like he just did what you what you slickety told him that he should have done already. Like mm-hmm. you didn't you didn't you didn't think to yourself like oh so you must have just paid her off. Like no, he's just like no, you my boy. I don't think Will Banks cares about that. I think he just wanted the story out the press. Yeah, Will Banks just wants his team to win, but also, an, oh, that's the that's the point I was gonna make. Um, out of every win or lose, DH has not gotten under a hundred yards in a fucking game yet. Exactly, and in this week, <laughs> DH gets one hundred and twenty yards and nineteen carries, which means that's more than ten yards per carry. He is he is he is playing his ass off. Wait, no, no, I'm sorry, I did the math wrong. That's more than that's a uh, five yards per carry. More, more than five. More than five which, yards, per which carry. is crazy because the average that's still is still like, a lot. The average is like three or so. Three yards in a cloud of dust. Yeah. Uh, Eric tells Leon this game didn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin gets a game ball and DH gets a game ball and Leon pushes past Eric and goes home. DH tells the media that the, his celebrity caused the police to try and bring him down. And this is the part where Kelvin stands with DH and says publicly that if DH says he wasn't involved, he isn't involved in the story. And I'm like, Kelvin, why are you talking? Why are you here? Right? Aren't you the same nigga who got suspended because he was smoking crack? Right? Aren't you the one who saw him literally doing cocaine in the car? And, why, and aren't you the same one that, that you had to give him your clean piss and, be, and, and it bothered you so much that you gave him the fine money back? Exactly. That's why I'm saying their relationship is weird. Yeah. And, and like at the club, he's just like, Yo, I'm big sexy, but he Mr. You know, Magnetic. He's Mr. Magnetic. It's like, what the fuck? Get off my dick. <laughs> right. So uh, Eric finds out his dad never shows up for the game and Beth pops up. So they go to dinner. And she tells him that they may be looking at another person for the job that his dad is up for. And he accidentally vouches for his dad. So Beth is like, ooh, you should call my boss and say that. And literally calls him on the phone. Yeah, more or less. And the boys are eating pizza with Leon, even though Robin made a casserole. And Leon knows she made a casserole, but again. So... Um, the boys say that Robin's going to get mad and Leon asks if they think Robin's always mad lately and um, the younger one says yes so he and the younger one go for a walk and Kyle the older brother throws an airplane and lands in the tree Leon's telling the younger brother about how he and Robin both agree that he should keep playing and that moms and dads don't agree on everything and son number two says Robin's mom said we're supposed to have a casserole but I really like pizza can we get better writers for these kids, please? Like, it doesn't cost much. Leon tells him that his mom... That is and definitely he, something the kid would say. Leon tells him that his mom and he were going to figure everything out. And then they hear Kyle, the older son, yelling for help. Turns out Kyle stepped over the railing of the balcony to try and get an airplane out of a tree that is so far outside of his grasp that it's like, why even try? And he falls off a balcony a and breaks his arm. That's the kid. That's the best writing in the show. The balcony is at least a, a story up, and it, if it's on the stone, this is the best writing in the show because this is some shit kids actually would do. Yeah, in the eighties, and he and he called out before he actually fell. Dad, help me! Vince. Yeah, he was Leon, just like, oh, he went clean. Oh shit, Dad! Yeah, Leon could have <laughs> ran over there and caught him. I mean, nigga, use a running back. He ran. He didn't get there in time. I'm convinced. Rashad got, got it, it ain't the that best far. Kids. It wasn't that you far. Got, you got. You must have been blessed with the best kids in the world. Because every time we watch a show or a TV show, we'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's some shit some kids do." And you'd be like, uh, "I don't know any kids that do this." 
but I don't. I really don't Every know kids time. Do that. I mean, I do have some pretty awesome kids. Today, you do. my kids were in a text message group with us roasting one another, and Nisha and I were fortunate enough to watch, and that shit was glorious. Anyway, uh, Eric's dad comes to the house, and he tells him he got the job, and he wants to go out to dinner at Gino's, but Beth is coming. Also, at the same time, DH is talking to the woman who's hold the wait, bartender in the club. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Are we not going to talk about why the fuck this nigga didn't actually button his shirt up? He's like, you you about to have a date with your shirt? Just like, it's, just it's really, the early really 2000s. The... From what it's I just... learned a couple of days ago, people used to go to the club wearing full-on business suits. Hmm. That's true. So... Uh, DH is talking to the woman who gives him his money back and he must be like nigga this is the same money I tried to give Kelvin <laughs> a few weeks ago right. um, and she says the police arrested someone else for shooting the guy at the nightclub and they have eyewitnesses placing him in the alley and I was like who Tyree and Short or Tyree and Smalls like who because right. they told DH there was nobody else in the alley except for them um She's glad that he helped her avoid putting an innocent man in jail for the rest of his life because she couldn't live with that. The question is, can DH? Yes, she gives him the money back. Dumbass Kyle broke his arm and his x-rays indicate a previous fracture that happened two or three months prior to this event. And Leon's like, yeah, he's got a superhuman talent of breaking his shit. Kids. Kids. Kids gonna kid. And the, and, the, and the doctor is like, hmm. Hmm, that looks suspicious when his mom walks in and has the bruise on the lip, which we still don't know how, and the 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 wrapping on the wrist. Man, this, this, this is another triggering moment for me. And the doctor is like, why didn't you bring him to us when he fractured his shit the first time? And Leon was like, because I'm rich and we were skiing in Colorado and there's hospitals in Colorado, so he didn't come to the ER to see you? This is the ER. Like, this literally, they got the whole little partition things that clearly show this is the ER. This is a triage. Why are you asking me why I didn't bring him to you? Nigga, I'm yeah, this rich. Infuriating. And, then, and then the nigga does, the, the, does some fuck shit and, and says, well, we need to go get an x-ray or some shit like no, that. No, no, no. They don't even do that. They don't even do that. They say, mom. Would you like to escort Kyle to the cast room to get a cast put yeah, on? The cast and room. little it's brother, you can go too, but Leon, you got to stay here and do paperwork. And Leon's like, I did the paperwork in the front. And he was like, there's more. I was like, yo, that's some... I mean, this is, I mean that's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do, abusive, yes. If you think it's an abusive situation. Yes. I, it's triggering for me. I had uh, I I so many incidents. And that, so, and so, but Beth, my my thing is they wrote it so flimsy. <laughs> I don't know why he would assume that was an abusive situation. I don't know why the younger son wasn't like my dad and I were standing over there. And uh, if you're interviewing the kids and you're threatening to interview the kids, as soon as you interview the younger brother, it should be a wrap. My dad and I were standing over there. Kyle threw his airplane into the tree like a fucking dumbass. Can I say a fucking dumbass? Because I'm with a white woman. Is that cool with you? That cool? Okay, cool. Kyle was being a fucking dumbass. My dad and I were talking about pizza and casserole. He threw the airplane into the tree. The nigga tried to jump off the balcony to get the fucking airplane, my nigga. Like, that shit was impossible. He fell to the ground. My dad and I ran over there to see what was going on. My dad brought him to the emergency room. My mom slipped on a toy. That's what they told us. And that's the story they're both sticking to. My mom slipped on the toys, and that's it. Can we go home now? Yep. Beth is asking pretty simple questions, and yet dinner still gets awkward because she didn't know about Craig. And she says, I didn't know you had a brother. Like, nigga, we just met this morning. So... Of course, she asked what happened to Craig, and now David or Eric gets to recount what happened right in front of his dad, but his dad changed the subject. Then he finds out that Beth is an assistant in the AD's office at NU, and she's giving him the side eye while they're talking about how Craig died during uh, sprints during deep into practice. Beth then, again, she talks way too much. Beth then tells Eric that she overheard her boss talking with someone else about the call that Eric made regarding his dad. 
and his dad gets mad that the call was made on his behalf. Yeah, that part I didn't quite understand why he's got I understand it. upset. It's 2001 Macho Dad shit. It's like I'm you're welcome, this shit on my own. You but ain't like, had a job in how long? You welcome, dog. Yeah, and he's lying, and, and the dad is lying, saying that you know he was just he. I got you know, flown he got, in for this. He got, and... he, got, he got flewed out and all of this other stuff. This is like no, nigga, you got fired. I got flute I, in here. He got flute. I got flute in. <laughs> Macho dad shit. How you got here? How you got here? I got flute in. I'm Doug Flutie. <laughs> right. And then, and then like the, and the shit outside is just like, yo, I, as a father, that shit hurt me, dog. Like that shit really hurt me. His kid is pleading to him to stop and talk to me, please. And he is just like, nope, can't do it, can't do it. Like, and I'm just like, yo, I get fine. Yeah, but like as as a father, like if my daughter said anything close to that, I am stopping what I am doing immediately. And then giving him the uh, wistful look over his shoulder as your son tells you, well, I guess you lost both your sons now because I'm out. You ain't even going to stop him at that point. You're just going to give him the wistful look as you still hail a taxi. This is our relationship. This is what we're doing. Oh, no, it pissed me off. Um, DH is right back in the club. And Cal at this point feels bad because an innocent man got arrested. And I'm like, what did you think was going to happen once they didn't go after you? What happens is straight stupidity for niggas who are from the streets and niggas who are from the block. Cal literally goes to Kelvin, who he's never had a conversation with as far as we know, and tells him everything. <laughs> that was the funniest part. No, it start it started off as a DH is my is 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 that nigga, yo. He's he's my brother. If he said he got you, he got you. I killed a nigga. He said he got me. Like, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. my nigga. Whoa. Whoa, what are we whoa. doing here? Where, where wait, wait, wait. I was telling you about how DH is a good dude and a stand-up cat. Yeah, man, I murdered somebody once and DH didn't say nothing. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, man, I was talking about how, you know, my wife is a sunshine of my life. And out of nowhere, you're just like, yeah, so I'm piping this girl down from the back. And whoa, 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 whoa. Taper that down some, homie. I don't need you to be here. Cal, you supposed to be the... Nigga, you're the one who killed somebody. Why are you talking? Exactly. If nothing else, self-preservation should have told you to shut up. He's like my man in Oz. Right. Which one? There was a lot of them stupid niggas. The one that talked about killing for the for the governor at the end. Oh, uh, yeah. We don't talk about those seasons. We like Green Lantern on the Teen Titans go to the movies in regards to that season. We don't talk about that. But Cal confessed to everything literally yeah so the nigga came up and he was getting brolic with dh and i didn't like that so i went outside and i was in the alley taking a piss even though there's a bathroom right there i know that because dh was getting no, topped off dh was in the bathroom getting topped off so they locked the door that's the only excuse i got and so i went outside and uh the nigga came back up to me and he was in my face so i pulled out my gun and i blocked 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 and then DH so lied for me. Oh, I, for- down. I exactly. forgot. I forgot. We didn't even talk about the fact that he showed the nigga the gun in the first place. In the club. He actually pulls out the gun and tells him to come. You need to calm the mm-hmm. fuck down. And he shows him the gun in the club and then casually just lifts his shirt up and puts it back puts the gun back in his pants. It's like nobody in, the club, in this club nigga? saw this. Nobody in the club saw this. Nobody. How'd you get in the club with the with the with the blammer? Makes no he's, sense. What do you mean? Because he's with DH. That shit oh. happens all the time. Okay. That's true. Okay. Yeah, that's that. that. celebrities, the celebrities crew, they don't get patted down. Okay. <laughs> no, you're right. I'll give you that. Um J- uh Jody or yeah from um Julie. No, what the fuck is CP? You know what? I'm just going to call her CFS. Yeah. CFS. Jody. Jody. What's her name? Jody. I wrote it down, but then I forgot it. But anyway, uh, they're asking Leon what happened. And he tells him that they're, 
they're there on behalf of Kyle. And he tells a representative that Kyle fell and he, she asks about Robin. And she tells him that the ER doctor saw Robin's condition. And even though everyone in the house is acting just fine, she ain't having it. Right. And she tells Leon that she could call the police if nobody talks to her. And Leon tells CFS, Robin ain't talking to you. And she tells, and he tells Robin, they think I hurt Kyle. That dude um, looks suspicious, but yeah, like, telling her you there, ain't talking to nobody. And, but but and then also she's like, I can call the police. He's like, call him. But we going home. The point what? where he was like, you can't talk to her. Yeah, that would have yeah been a moment. So Kelvin hems up DH for lying to Cal. This is two weeks in a row. DH has been hemmed up. And he asked DH how he can live with himself, and DH laughs. And then he gets on Cal for telling Kelvin what happened because yeah. it isn't just DH protecting Cal. And because he talked, he wants Cal to turn himself in because this is getting too much attention on me. He said that not only is Joe Rome uh, talking about it, not only is ESPN talking about it, but all these other newscasts are talking about it and it's getting to be too much to turn yourself in. And DH tells him straight up, we're family, but I ain't going to jail for you. And Cal's like, well, you know, uh, I didn't say nothing when you did that thing to that girl two years ago. Why not? Why not? At least Smalls is calling niggas to the table when he sees cocaine on the plate. Why not? Anyhow, DH is, like, a good point. DH is like, I nobody went to jail based on what I did. Nobody went to jail, my nigga. So uh, an innocent person got arrested for you, though. And Cal, who earlier when he was talking to Kelvin was like, I feel bad because an innocent man got arrested. All of a sudden, when DH is like, turn yourself in, Cal's like, better him than me, dog. That's why Captain. That's why New Captain America punched your fucking lights up. And that's why that nigga died in the first season. So Robin says to CFS that sometimes Leon has a temper, and that they were arguing, and she got out of control, and Leon grabbed her arm to stop, and he shoved her, and she slipped and fell. Told her exactly what happened, play by play, step by step. There was no shame in what she was saying. There was no anything. Just this is what occurred. Can we go home now? So if so, in in her saying that, she is admitting that her husband is not violent, and her husband would never hurt her and her kids. But she is still acting like, you know what I mean? She's still acting like that's not a true statement she's making. Is the dichotomy of it is just driving me fucking bonkers. I feel you like they were trying to push an. Uh, I feel weird when I say this, but they were trying to push a storyline. I'm not going to say an agenda, but they were trying to push a storyline through, no matter what. Yes. And at this point in time, this is the best way to get from point A to point B, um, as because, they were writing up the story. Because him going off in the locker room when he got replaced again um, didn't quite do it. Because mm-hmm. like at, at no point. Have we seen him be violent? Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, but if you wanted him to be portrayed, portrayed, him, then just write him to be violent. Exactly. I can interview your children. He pushed me. We were arguing, and I started hitting him, and he tried grabbing my arms to get me to stop. Yes, I was the one who was out of control. And then he just shoved me and I slipped and fell on the stairs. I mean, I'm not saying it was okay. We both know it wasn't. But he would never touch the boys. Do you want to file a complaint? No. No, my husband and I are dealing with this on our own. We know that it is difficult to report a spouse, but there are places that you can go. (sighs) I'm not going anywhere. And I'm not scared of reporting him. We just think this is a family matter. Fine. But I will have to file a report. What kind of report? It's for our internal use only, so that if something like this happens again, it'll be flagged, and then a complaint will be filed, whether you like it or not. I'd like you to take my card. I feel like Robin 
went from we need to get counseling to when somebody else did this to her talking over her telling her like looking at her like she didn't believe what was going on that's when robin was like it's a family a family affair do what the fuck you gotta do but see no she didn't because then the very next scene she leaves out in the middle of the night and calls up eric yeah, yeah. Th- my thing but is, I mean, in front of this woman, she tried to show a united, fo- a united front. But that's what I'm saying. When when she is explaining to this woman what happened, she explaining it like she completely understood what happened to her and the fact that her husband wasn't what she's acting like he is. And so she'll she she defends herself and her family in that moment. And then the moment they leave, she goes back to acting like he's Ray fucking Rice. And so, um, Eric is Leon's still not doing. Leon is not doing his part though, because the, Leon is Leon. They are, Leon is getting upset because of work, and he should have said, "You know what? You know I'm not a violent person, but you know I want to make this right. So if you think we need therapy, let's do therapy." He should have. I don't yeah. think anybody is saying, I mean, I don't think anybody's but, saying but, he's like but, some, the show like, is not portraying him as a serial abuser. Yes. But the, but even the, but, though. But the thing, what you said in the previous episode, what you said in the previous episode, they should have went to therapy together because obviously their problems are their marriage and not just him. The problem isn't just him. And what Rashani said, their communication has been the problem this whole time. Um, and, and that's what led to all of this shit happening because they can't communicate with each other. So this is a situation where they should have been in therapy, not just insisting that he gets therapy. Yes. So Eric is blowing up his dad's phone, even though he's literally is in the right, but you know, kids are usually the ones who are chasing after their parents even after their parents continue to cause trauma um he goes back to his room and beth is still fucking there yeah she tells him that that he turned down the job like how long you were in there long enough to find out this nigga turned down the job how long have you been in my room by yourself i was sitting in the bar i was talking to my dad i had a drink i tried to call my dad how long were you here go home but instead, he gives her a hug, and that leads to a sex montage. They start playing the sex jazz in the background. Robin comes to try and be nice to Leon, like nuzzle with him or whatever. But he's mad that Robin talks to CFS like she had a choice. He's worried about what's going to happen when the story gets out, and he tells him it won't get out. And he's like, yeah, just like Julie wasn't going to tell anybody, but Buck came up to me in practice. And she's shocked that Julie told. Uh, he tells Robin that wherever she goes, keep on talking. All people will remember about him is that he abused his wife. And all they'll remember about her is that she's a victim. Unfortunately, he's not wrong. He's not wrong at all. All people remember about Ray Rice is that he hit that woman. And all people remember about Janae Rice is that she got hit by Ray Rice. It's not right, but that's how the world treats these people. Um and DH is smoking rocks in the back of a limo. Yeah, he is just openly smoking rocks in the limo. I, I mean, like, you didn't even Beyonce driver because you lit the partition, please. <laughs> nothing. Just he's just smoking rocks. Like this don't smell like weed in the back seat, homie. Are you smoking rocks in my limo? Um, he sees the suspect of the murder on the news and he just keeps smoking rocks. Uh, because why? Why stop? And Eric is lying in sex bunk when he gets a call from Robin and she lets him know that she isn't fine. And that's the end of the episode. I hate this storyline. I fucking hate everything about this storyline. I'm sorry. I just, I fucking hate it. And, and like you said, there's, there's, there's only really a couple of storylines <laughs> right now. Um, I mean, we get we get other storylines, and one of them is just as fucking stupid. Um, but I hate this storyline most of all, and it doesn't stop. It doesn't. It doesn't. So, Scar, what you got coming up? 
Um, just the, the normal sale, uh, ptcachandcrafted.com. Uh, use holiday 25 of 25% uh, of everything in the store. You can, uh, and that is uh, active until New Year's. Brandon, what you got popping? Nothing. Me neither. Uh, y'all can check out Brandon on Twitter at that cool black nerd. That is BLK Scarlet. Oh, yeah. We're talking about um, the Matrix on hindsight to get ready for Matrix Revelations. Re- prepare for that because I'm not, because I still got to go through those middle two movies and that's going to be an event. Um, you know, somebody told me that the middle two movies are actually better than I remember. And I'm not sure because I, I don't remember I, them. I never thought that they were that bad. They were nowhere near as good. You should join more- us for them. It, it, no, I, I yeah, you will. Okay, no cool. Issue. Thanks. Yep, no got issue. you. Got nope. you. You're locked in. Nope. Yep. Um, you heard that, babe. Scar's gonna do the two Matrix movies, and nobody wants to watch with. No, them. the fuck, I'm not. Um, I, you heard that, babe? Don't be calling my wife, babe. By the way, my mom's birthday was a couple of days ago, and I made sure that I saw that you sent her a happy birthday card. Nigga, cut that shit out. I, I started to send her the cake of my, my avatar line across the cake. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, Scar has had a unhealthy happiness for my mom's happiness for a very long time. If I could find him, I'd fight him multiple times over his relationship with my mother. It's all good. Yeah, I, I, I like your mom. She's, she's good people. She's, she's a survivor. Yeah, she's good people. Um, Scar's on Twitter at Scarfinger. I'm on Twitter at Rashani. The show is still on Twitter at uh, Return to Oswald. Um, thank you all to everybody who's listening, sharing the show, things of that nature. Um, you can donate to the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast or at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast or on the Good Pods app. Um, you can also leave review for the show on Podchaser, copy and paste that into Apple Podcasts, and then copy and paste that into Good Pods. Thank you, to everybody who's been checking us out on Good Pods and also on Podchaser. Both are appreciated. Apple. Yeah, you all right. I don't really know anybody who listens to us on Google, though. Like Google Play, I don't, I don't know how that works. I know how it works. I just don't know anybody who actually does it. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I'm, I am a, I am a Google Play uh, music person, and I don't even listen to podcasts on Google. Exactly. <laughs> um, I think that's about it. For those of y'all who are wondering, like how long this is going to go? First of all, I sent y'all a link to the entirety of Playmakers. It's only like eleven episodes, so we're almost halfway through. It's only one season. Yeah. So, thank, you know, at first I was like, man, that's a tragedy. Now I'm like, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so bad after all. Um, thank y'all all for listening, though. We do greatly appreciate y'all. Y'all be good. We're going to holler at you later. Peace. Peace out. Music for Cocaine Cougars was made by Broke for Free. And this song is called Calm the Fuck Down. It's available on the Free Music Archive. This is Single Simulcast. Don't know by now that you slipped.